Okay, so if we've talked about how the focus of this channel is on helping women in ministry and uh, women who maybe want to become involved in ministry and then women who maybe just, um, you want to deepen your walk with God, you want to do more for God, well then, um, really, this is the right spot. So it probably would be good to start by looking at the question, um, what is ministry? So with that in mind, I want to ask you to think about two things. Okay, when I say the word minister, I want you to think, first of all, of who comes to your mind. If I say minister, what image pops into your head? Like what person, if you're going to choose someone? If you have to choose one, uh, who do you think about? And now I want you to think about who you think other people might think about. Do they maybe choose the same one you do? Do you think like maybe everybody has that same person in mind or is yours maybe different? So think about that. I want to go back um, to kind of the heart of the word. So minister comes from the Latin word, and it means simply to serve. And I love that. It means to serve. Because sometimes I think we can get so focused on, let's say, the more public aspects of ministry that we forget the heart of it. At the heart of it, it's all about service. And you know what I love about this is that it simplifies things so much because any of us can do this. Sometimes we think, oh, well, I don't have a great voice. Maybe I can't be a singer. That's okay because it's not about singing. It's about serving. We might think, I can't speak that well. I'm not super eloquent. I couldn't possibly be a speaker or a preacher or a teacher. That's okay. It's not about that. It's about service. And I think that's the most amazing part of this because if we focus on those very public aspects and what do I do? What if I don't do this perfectly? And what if I'm not just flawless? Um, it can be easy to lose sight of it. And a lot of us could think, well, I couldn't possibly be involved in ministry. I couldn't have any success. I couldn't really be a minister. But if we think about it as service, which is the way God sees it, which is what it talks about in the Bible, there are a lot of us who could do that. At the same time, it also makes it a whole lot harder. Initially, that seems easier, right? But at the heart of it, it's harder because it becomes then that it's not about talent. It's so much about heart and about attitude. It can be easier as we go along, as we start to get better at stuff, um, as people start to see that we're good at things, as they start to kind of, sometimes people have a way of exalting us sometimes, and that's nice. It can feel good. It's not bad to feel good about that, but we can start to feel like it's about us if we're not careful, and that's where it becomes a little harder. We have to always go back to that. This is about service, first and foremost. I am a servant as a minister, and so... Um, we're going to be talking a little bit in sort of some lessons to come about the many aspects of this because we're thinking about the, the public aspects of ministry and those are important. Um, I'm not going to tell you that the public part is not important because it is um, in the sense that there is both what happens in our hearts and then there's the action and that's the public part of ministry and we need that because otherwise it just stays locked inside of us and we don't do anything with it. We've got to get out there and do something at some point. And so that's when it becomes something greater. That's when it really becomes the thing that we can see. And that's when it also starts to achieve results. But it has to start inside. It has to start with that desire to serve first and foremost. And if we can hold on to that and we keep that, it helps us to stay balanced and it helps us to stay within God's will and what he wants us to do. And that's an important part of all of this. So let's go back again now. So we talked about that first person you thought about. All right. So if I think about it, if we're thinking again in terms of service, um, does that person fit that description, do you think? 
Now, again, I know we don't we don't really know everything about them. We don't know all their heart. We're just kind of thinking about this. Um, but I want to ask you, when you chose that person, did you choose them based on what you know about them inside or based on what you see their actions as? Did you look at their public ministry or did you try to think about who the whole person is? So, and if you thought about just the public side, I think, I think you're in good company because that's why I asked you the second one, right? I think the vast majority of people, the world around us, when they think of it, they're going to look at that public side. That's, that's, we, we look at that to determine success. Um, we don't always see that, but the Bible tells us that man looks on the outward appearance, but God sees the heart. If you had, if that was your definition, was sort of that very public thing, I want to ask you again then, think about the heart. If you're thinking about ministry as someone who is a servant, first and foremost, whose desire is to serve and who implements that into everything they say and do, I want to ask you now, would that picture in your head change? Would you think of somebody else? Sometimes I would. I'll admit it. Every now and then when I ask, I have to ask myself this question a lot. Every now and then I think of that very public thing and then I remind myself, um, that's not really what it's about. Now, I do want to clarify. That's not to say that person who has more of a public ministry is not good at what they do or doesn't have the right attitude. In many cases for me, it's just that I don't know. I don't know them personally. I'm l seriously only looking at what I've seen them do. And um, that's a part of it, but that's not the whole. Because see, when we just look at that public side, what we're looking at really isn't ministry. We're looking at performance. And performance isn't all bad if we think about performance as to perform in the, in the instance of like to perform in action. Uh, it's about, again, action, getting stuff done. And we're looking at their actions, and that's good. But um, we don't know everything about it from the actions. Um, if we're just looking at performance aspects, there are so many others who can perform well, but might not be ministers. Because a lot of it, it's about servants, being a servant and um, serving the right one, too. God says we can't serve both God and the world. We have to choose. So what are we doing in service to God? Um, so this makes it a little less scary, I think. It also gives us a bigger challenge. So I want to just leave with this last part here. In the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 42 through 45, we have the situation where Jesus is speaking with his disciples, and they're kind of arguing over who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. I kind of can't blame them, because <laughs> I know I know a lot of times, when, I think especially like siblings, right, when they get together, there's sometimes that argument over who's the best. Um, the, there's a comedy team in, the, I think, the 60s. Uh, they had a routine called Mom Always Liked You Best, which was funny. Um, my dad always liked you best. Somebody liked him best anyway. Um, so there's that argument. And so I kind of, sometimes the disciples, we read about them, they kind of seem like siblings at times. But we see especially James and John, sons of thunder, sons of Zebedee. Awesome. Um, so there, James and John are, are talking with Jesus. And they ask him, of course, can we, one of us, when we get to heaven, can one sit on your right hand and one of us sit on your left hand side? Wouldn't that be great? And Jesus talks to them. The first thing he asks is, are you willing to go through the right things you've got to go through to get to that point? And they say, of course we are. He says, are you willing to drink of the cup that I drink of? Are you willing to go through what I've been through? I think sometimes that's a good question we need to ask ourselves. I've heard of people who say, I wish I could have an anointing like so-and-so. Um, and I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I do too, right? I mean, who doesn't? But you look at their life. Some of these people have been through some crazy trials. So part of it, I'm asking, if I'm, if I'm asking God, I want that anointing, am I also saying, God, I'm willing to go through what they went through? I'm willing to do that and keep that servant's heart throughout all of it. Can I really do that? 
Because that's really the question. And that's what Jesus asks them. And then he goes on in uh, chapter 10 again of Mark, verses 42 through 45. I'm reading this in the New King James Version. Uh, Jesus called them into himself and said, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. So in other words, in the world of the Gentiles, which is the world where they lived, um, He's saying, you know, you, the ones who are considered leaders are the ones who kind of step out and take their place. They, they get out there and they take authority. And then he goes on and he says, yet it shall not be so among you. So I'm giving you a different paradigm. But whosoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. So to become great in the kingdom of God, it's not about stepping out and taking all the glory and the authority. It's about service. It's such an unusual thing because it's not the way we look at it. But Jesus is telling us, if you want to be great, if you want to be successful in ministry, if you want to be successful in the kingdom of God, this is where it starts. And then he goes on and says, and whosoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. Another reiterates it again. For even the son of man did not come to serve, to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So he says, not only am I asking you to do this, but I'm going to do it first. I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do also. So it gives us a place to start when we're talking about greatness in the kingdom of God, what it is to be in ministry, what ministry is, it all comes down to service. Thank you so much for joining me today for our very first Little Sparkles video. Ah! Okay, so next time we're going to be talking about some principles of servant leadership and I'm really excited. Also stay tuned on Monday. We have a very special interview coming up with Vonda Guidry, who is a missionary, a speaker, international speaker, and an author. And she also is kind of my aunt, so I like her. So stay tuned. We'll see you next time. Until later, sparkle on. <laughs>